ACC covers country. Good morning. I hope you're having a lovely week. We talked to a lot of artists this week from Jelly Roll to Midland, Drake Milligan, even El King, who called us an hour early because she has like zero concept of time. And it turned into such a fun little chat. If there's one country artist I think I'd really like to kick it with at the moment, it's probably El King. She's just so honest. She doesn't care if it's crunchy, if that makes sense. Anyway, in country music news, I'm also going to cover the homemaker Carrie Underwood is who I aspire to be when I grow up. A new country music baby was born. Also, Brantley Gilbert got petty and grew out his hair to prove a point. I will tell you why when we get into it. Thank you for being here. Here are the top headlines and conversations in country music that I think you need to know. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Good morning. Jelly Roll. How you doing? Man, I am nothing short of incredible. This is a big day. Well, Tickets well, are on sale for my first headlining arena amphitheater tour, so I'm I'm just I am on fire. Backroad Baptism Tour just announced, and we could not be more excited to see you in August here in St. Louis. Yep, August the nineteenth, we will be at the Hollywood Amphitheater, the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. It's be my second time playing there. I opened up for Shinedown last year. So a lot of uh, a lot of people might think you just kind of popped out of nowhere when it comes to country music and on country side of things, but we know that you've been doing this for a while. Tell me what it's like to sell out Bridgestone Arena back in December. It was unreal. You know, it was um it was a lifelong dream. I've been going to that arena since it opened. I mean, literally, since the first time they let people in the building. And I took my daughter there all of her life. We still go, you know? It's it's the thing, man. You know, there's few things in life that are going to ever feel bigger than that for me. Well, we know why Ashley McBride and Struggle Jennings are powerhouses, but what goes into the thought for you when it comes to choosing openers for a tour? And also, does tattoo count matter? (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. Tattoos and gold teeth. No, man, it's... um. You know, I, it was a wish list. My booking agent called and said, hey, the way country music works because everybody books out so far, I do it still. I still tour like a rock and roll artist, like leave one day, come back one day, and go do a bunch of shows kind of stuff, you know? And um, they said, so send in like four or five people that you would like to be on tour with you. And, and I sent in a crazy wish list. And I was, it, it, I can't believe these people all agreed to do this with me. That's awesome. That's awesome. Speaking of uh, tattoos, do face tattoos hurt more than regular tattoos? They're easier. Listen, so here's the trick. Guess what my tattoo artist told me, my cousin? I don't know if it's the truth or not. This might not be based in science. Disclaimer. But he is convinced that the parts of your body that get hit with and deal with the most stuff hurt the least. So, like, why your arms don't, why your chest hurts more than your arms is because your chest, you know, like, your face gets hit with wind and dirt and stuff, water, all the time. You know what I mean? So, it's more, it's more leathery, I guess. While we're on the subject, I have to ask, because I know you have plenty of tattoos, but is there one that you get most excited whenever people ask you about it? I don't know. I would maybe say the cross on my face. And what's the story behind that? I mean, other than obvious reasons. Uh, It's the constant reminder that we all got to carry our own cross. Whether you believe in Jesus or not in the Bible, you know, in in that time in history, they they would make these criminals carry their own crosses, and then they'd hang them on them, you know? And it just is my constant reminder that I got to carry mine. There's a lot of things that I, I love about you as a person, I think. You know, one of those is you'd think after spending time in a juvenile center, you'd never want to go back, but you do. (laughs) Why is that so important to you? Um, You know, man, somebody once told me, if you want to change the world, start in your heart. 
And when you do that, start in your household and then go to your neighborhood and work your way out, right? So for me, you know, the change started with me and my family, and then it was like I want to give back, and I knew where to go, and it was to go right back to the community and where I feel like I faced my most struggles, and I wanted to give those kids hope. Yeah, that's amazing and i i saw that story and i was like gosh that's a place that i would never want to return to but you're there you know hanging out with those those kids and they just never get those visitors and also like desensitizing it to the public if that makes sense absolutely man it's just making it you know it's a subject that i think people are completely unaware of you know and but it's such a problem because what happens is these kids don't get the proper rehabilitation or the proper experiences or advantages when they're young, and they turn into lifelong criminals if you're not careful. And I was one that got stuck in that revolving door. That judicial system, once you get in that thing, man, it's just a merry-go-round. Yeah. You know, you're just trying to find your way off of it. You know, so it's just trying to attack early and try to catch these kids and be a good influence young. Another thing that I wanted to talk about, because, you know, speaking – on your narrative to kind of bring truth to things, you've really spoken out about the music industry over the past couple of years, at least, you know, from what I've heard on podcasts and things like that. Why not just join the fold and go with the flow and pretend like everything is glossy and, and sugarcoated all? Well, dude, it's like somebody's got to be, once again, nobody makes a change outside of a building. That's always kind of been my thought. You know what I mean? Is that if you want to protest something, get inside the building and, and try to make a difference. And it's like artists should own art. I think it's crazy to me that I say that and it's, I have to stand up for something that should be that obvious. Yeah. Right? <laughs> is that it's insane to me that I have to explain to people. The most easy way to say it is an artist should own art. You know what I'm saying? And it's like none of these artists own their art. It's insane. I just think there has to be a change. There has to be a paradigm shift in the music business eventually where artists start to be treated more like partners and less like a product. Well, someone's got to do it. And I'm sure there are a lot of artists out there that are thankful that you're helping out. No, that's it, man. I hope uh, that's the most outlaw things Waylon Jennings ever did was not the stuff that was in the media. It was when he looked at RCA and said, I'm not using your studio. You know what I mean? And that was a big deal back then. Like, that was part of your deal. You had to use their studio. He was in breach of contract. He's like, I don't care. Either take the album I turn in or don't. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to your studio again. You're not charging me for it. I'm going to go buy my own studio somewhere. You know, these things were big deals in the music business. So as everybody along history has played their part in making small changes, I'd like one of mine to be that artists start negotiating, getting a piece of their master's in their deals well jelly i feel like we could talk to you for hours about everything we've only got a limited time unfortunately but we are excited to see you That's again because August. these are the coolest questions this is what i never get asked and this yeah, is what i want august 19th hollywood casino amphitheater the back road baptism tour can't wait to catch up with you man yeah i think ashley mcbride's with me that night struggle jennings josh adam myers it's gonna be a big night let's make it feel fun st louis come see me let's sell this one out for the 30 times i played pops oh yes <laughs> of course Thank you, Jelly. Thank you. See you. Hey, this is Elle King. Hey, Elle. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm so sorry that I'm calling so late. I'm, we might have Central and Eastern or uh, time, difference. time difference or something. Are you on the East Coast? I don't know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Is this an okay time to talk? This is I, perfect. Do you want me to call back later? No, you. No, you are just fine. We, we got nothing going on anyway. Oh, my God. I love you guys. Thank you. <laughs> 
I'm doing good. I don't know what day it is. I don't know if I called at the right time. I'm pretty sure I'm late, but I'm never early, so <laughs> I'm doing great. Are you on a bus somewhere, or what's going on? Yeah, why? Can you hear that? No, but yeah, you said you bad. don't know what day it is, and you don't know where you are, so. Yeah, the spaceship, and I think I'm in New York. I don't know. <laughs> do you have people in your life because my wife is like this where i just i have lauren time do people have that for you as well no because they never know i'm unpredictable so no one knows if i'm going to be early later on time i don't know i love that has the uh has the tour been going well so far yes we all have the flu it's going swimmingly well oh, oh my no. gosh but but with that being said these have been the best shows I've ever played in my life. So is that something that you just push through then? I mean, is there any magical drugs that we don't know about uh, as, as civilians whiskey. that celebrities can take to be good for an hour or two? Yeah, it's a drug called whiskey. A lot of celebrities <laughs> have tried it. <laughs> You're going to be in St. Louis on March 7th at the pageant, which, by the way, is one of our favorite venues in town. It's an awesome room. I don't know. Have you have you ever played my that room before? My favorite in the country. Yes, yeah, one of my favorite rooms in the country. Oh wow, that's it, a that's really nice. Because it's it's a it's a really weird mix between unbelievably rowdy and then uh, it's a listening room. You could hear a pin drop when you're playing a soft emotional song, and there's not a lot of venues where people come just to listen and be, and then also party and get rowdy. It's a beautiful place, and I always I I always look like there's a few venues that we always have in our pocket that's like oh well at least we know that show's going to be great you know so i can't wait to come back and you know great fans there and you guys are so lovely so it's just a beautiful feeling and you know it's an interesting experience where people are coming to see me because of my rock and my pop stuff and then i'm also getting people to come see me because they're my new country fans and so to bridge that gap and bring everyone together has been a really incredible experience for us as musicians and the people on stage and you know letting everyone know that everybody's welcome and um it's just been an incredible really 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 fun time it's the best show we've never put more into production and um you just feel it and we're so excited and we believe in the music so much and it's brought me such great joy so um i can't wait to bring the the show to you guys actually i just heard bb rexa talking about this and how she has written so many songs for different genres and worked with artists across all different genres that she felt like she it took a long time for her audience to find her and all of those audiences to mix together and become you know uniquely hers and i feel like that's exactly what you've probably been going through throughout the past few years and what you're seeing now and the pageant's a perfect place for those people to come together yeah i love that i love that Good music for all people. Are you a fan of TikTok? Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't even know how to log on to it, but <laughs> I will say. It's funny how many artists we talk to that are like, I don't even, I, I don't, I don't have time to social media. I don't have time to TikTok, but I'm always curious as to what, like what TikTok's algorithms or Instagram's algorithms would feed you as a celebrity. Like I, I always get fed weird stuff like marching band things and like steel drum stuff. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I find it fascinating, but is there anything out there on the internet that you're, that you're weirdly attracted to or look at? Yeah, but wait, are we just going to, are we just going to like overlook the fact that you just get steel drum videos? In your <laughs> exactly. I'm, it's a weird exactly. place. It's a weird place. How are you going to, buddy, how are you going to drop that and just kind of nonchalantly walk past that? I get a lot of like, uh, 
uh, drunk people eating videos. Uh, I get a lot of, uh, like, accidental trip and falls. Um, a lot of, I, I like funny, I get a lot of funny videos. But also, like, when I'm in, when I log into TikTok, I'm hammered. So, um, I, those are the videos that I post. <laughs> I don't awesome. know. That's awesome. Well, uh, your dad was just here with Adam Sandler, and is it is it weird to have him also touring around the country with you, or is that is that a pretty typical thing that you guys are both on the road at the same time? I, I was just talking to my dad the other day because, you know, my whole life I've had somebody shout, you can do it, or like <laughs> Rob Schneider at my show. I said, Dad, do people shout El King or my neck, my back at your shows? And he goes, yes. that's awesome Elle thank you so much for the time we are looking forward to your show here at the pageant on March 7th if you don't have tickets we've got them at 923wil.com and we will see you in March I can't wait I'll see you guys there thank you many blessings thanks for the support and I love y'all this has got to be weird because I got a hand in my eye while I'm for the last covering like, country for the last four minutes Casey has been digging at something in her eye oh my gosh <laughs> now she has to read we gotta get through this because I gotta go to the bathroom we know <laughs> Gwen Stefani didn't take Blake Shelton's last name but that doesn't mean he didn't take hers by the way what a killer last name to like end up with if you knew that you were getting married to trade names for Gwen Stefani or for you know Stefani yeah. is your last name Blake Stefani love it BS Still the same. Still the same. Still the same. Yeah. Blake Shelton caught everyone's eye when he traded in his Carhartt jacket for something a little more sparkly. He was seen sporting a new jean jacket over the weekend, bedazzled in the back, written in rhinestones, Mr. Stefani. There you go. Cute. That's awesome. I love that. He wore it on stage to his concert over the weekend in Sioux Falls as well. And Gwen obviously posted the photo of Blake in his glittery jacket. And fans were loving loving it. Luke Bryan's wife commented, yes. Lindsay L. left some hearts. Even Paris Hilton commented and said, that's hot. Oh, nice. I had a feeling she'd say that. I thought it was a super, <laughs> a super Blake and Gwen of them, but also super Blake to throw on a little bedazzled denim jacket and yeah. hit the stage. Who went to Paris Hilton for comment? Right. <laughs> Paris Hilton, what do you think? That's hot. That's hot. I love it. Do you think that uh, the gingerbread man would do this um, while you guys are getting married in we Mexico? Make, we make a lot of jokes that we're not taking one or the other's last name, but we're going to combine our last names and make okay. a new one out of it. I like that. And so we actually, I have been considering, you know how people will get their last name in a neon sign? Yes. I've been thinking about doing that. Perfect for the basement. Yeah. That, that would be kind of a fun idea. Maybe something for him to take to like the honeymoon t-shirt or a pair of swim trunks that say Mr. Casey. Speedo. (laughs) Gotta be. All right. Well, on that note, (laughs) we're combining two of my favorite things with this one. Dogs and the madness that regularly ensues at the Luke Bryan household. Okay. So we already know things stay rowdy around there, whether Luke and his wife Caroline are pranking each other or their kids or getting bit by roosters. It just always feels like something crazy is happening at their house that would make for a funny video. Yeah. It's shocking to me that they haven't had like a CMT TV show. Like their like a whole series around the Bryans? Based around them. Oh, that would be... Uh, very entertaining. I guarantee CMT has probably like pitched that to them before. Yeah. I think they like a little bit of privacy, but they would be the perfect family for that. Anyway, 
This is a little bit different, but it's a story I think that Remy can relate to. So as Luke Bryan's wife, Caroline, was walking into the kitchen over the weekend, she sees their black lab sitting on the kitchen counter, leaning down off of it, his whole front half or upper half in the trash can. Oh, yeah. On the ground, raccoon style. (laughs) And all I could think about are your two black are they like a lab mixed with yeah. a German Shepherd pointer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On your kitchen table eating your kids' dinner. I remember that it was like, it was, I think they were like seven or eight months old, and I came down and Luna was sitting on our island, just like, <laughs> like in sit position, looking at me like I was the weird one. And she had just food all over her. Oh. This actually happened kind of over the weekend, too. Emerson spilled a milkshake. All over the counter. And the dogs are just like underneath. There's chocolate milkshake all over their fur. (laughs) It's it's nonstop, honestly. That's exactly how it felt in their house as Caroline walks in. And there's a black lab of a raccoon hanging off the counter. Yeah. Into the trash can. And he looks up and he sees mom. And without a beat, he just stands up and (laughs) across. He tiptoes across the sink and down and just... Hops onto the ground, walks away. A black lab. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a big dog to be jumping up on counters and islands. It sounds bad, but one of my favorite things is to reprimand them when you get into like a a different voice and just seeing like their eyes squint and their lip kind of comes up a little bit. Luna, what are you doing? And she just knows she's in trouble and she does this like weird face thing. Have you ever seen that on labs especially? No, but I think I would make that face if you spoke to me in that voice. Casey, what are you doing? I don't like that. (laughs) It's a really funny video. It's on our Facebook page. Remember that massive Tennessee mansion of a forever home that Jason Aldean built over COVID? Was it in Castle? It was a castle. Turns out forever might not be forever after all. So Jason Aldean and his wife and pretty much like social media oversharer Brittany went online and she said that they are officially moving, I think this week or next week. Okay. And the fans were like, what do you mean? You're moving. It took you guys year to, years to build this. I don't even want to call it a house because it's like a estate. Gosh, it's it's so big. It's massive. And she says that they are off to their next place. We've talked about this home a lot. A, it's 20,000 square feet. <laughs> 20. And there are turf lawns, fountains, two-story closets. And they even brought in palm trees to put around their pool in Tennessee. If you look really closely in the walls of this house, you might see the concert tickets that you purchased. They're in there. Wouldn't that be? <laughs> wouldn't that be something? Brittany said, "If you couldn't tell, we're like really into making real estate investments." <laughs> <laughs> Things rich people say. Right. And building new spaces and renovating spaces. And I, I, I think they have actually lived in three different mansions over the last decade. So part of me is like, well, yeah, girl. Anyone would love to just skip around from yeah. mansion to mansion. Maybe build one. Maybe sell one. Here I am thinking, I never want to move because I never want to move all of my things again. Oh. And they're like, well, you know, when you got millions of dollars, you can just pay somebody we'll to do that for you. Or we'll just leave it there. We'll start over. <laughs> yeah. We'll just buy new things. I, <laughs> it's not going to fit the aesthetic anyway. I think the house that they started out in, gosh, I've got to look it up again somewhere. But I think the house that they started out in 
It was like 5,000. 5,000. Tiny. No, what am I trying to say? It's a tiny house. Not 5,000 5, square, square feet. feet. No. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was like less than half of what they're currently working with right now. Yeah. And they just keep building up and up and up, which I get is like what you're supposed to do. But it just makes me think what Jason, the guy's like 45. Where are they going to be when he's like 80? Do we know where they're moving to? Down the street, supposedly. Oh, just down. The, they're just moving down the street. I don't know how close it is, but I think it's still in like the Nashville area. They're just bouncing around for funsy. I honestly think they're bored. I don't doubt that at all. I, I feel like if you're going to move, though, like move to a different state. You can fly. You Plus, got a private jet, right? So he's got houses in Florida, too. So they already have that covered. Yeah, I was going to say move to Georgia, Florida, coast, something. I just, I don't know, build another mansion in the same spot. I just don't know if you're going to get the views that you want. Oh, but I think they bought the mansion. <laughs> in a similar spot. Listen, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. So I posted the photo and like um, a whole little article about their current mansion on our Facebook page. So you can see it there if you don't know what we're talking about. Brantley Gilbert got all petty just to prove a point to his son. Brantley was out touring whenever he came back home and he saw that his son had just gotten his very first haircut. I came home and my son had had his first haircut. It was bad. And riding around and I was like, buddy, do you like your hair? You know, don't worry about your hair. It's going to be fine. And he was like, you get to where you don't, it'll grow back. And he said, but yours won't, daddy. He was like, you're bald. My son called me bald about the third time he said it. I was just like, all right, I'll show you. Son's like, I know my hair's going to be fine. It's going to grow back. You're the one. It's You got bad news. You got nothing up there. Yeah. And I don't know if you've noticed lately, but he, do, he did it. He said he was going to do it and grow it out just to show his son. And now Brantley Gilbert's got a full head of hair and it's like long and pushed back. Now, Brantley Gilbert's a flat bill hat every single day and every time you see him kind of guy. Yeah. So definitely something that would fly under the radar, but he was bald for a long time. I don't think I've ever seen him. Maybe I've seen him a couple times without a hat, but yeah, he he just shaved his head. Right. And I usually when you do that as a choice, as a dude, it's because Nothing's you're, bald, really growing. you're balding, receding hairline, whatever. Right. So it's funny that he's got, he's still got it. He's still he still got all of it. <laughs> he just didn't want to deal with it all this time. So he's been shaving it. Yeah. He let it grow out. And I have to say, I mean, it's definitely like kind of silver. It looks so good. Yeah. It probably flows a little bit better in the wind when he's on his motorcycle. Right. Right. <laughs> I will it, say, I think it makes him look younger. Him and I are on the same page with the hat game. I think a lot of people wonder if I have hair. No, it's usually hanging out the bottom. <laughs> but on top? <laughs> but that's a good question. It's covering something up. What's See, going on? See, you have great hair. I don't know why you wear a hat every day. Yeah. All you got to do is throw some pomade in that and it's good to go. Is that how is that how it works? I can imagine. <laughs> you want to I I think I know how some hair works. I yeah. got a lot. I just I feel like I'll show up to a concert without a hat on at some point and people are going to be like, "Who is this man?" Who is We that? don't know this hatless he man. He looks like who used to be Remy, but this man's older. <laughs> yeah. mm. Also silver. <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> anyway, maybe I don't know, just take some pointers from Brantley Gilbert. He looks great and he's coming to St. Louis opening up for Nickelback in August. A new country music baby rolled into Mardi Gras weekend like a little party herself. Country singer. Whoa, what? I was going to say, I see what you did there. 
Country singer John Party and his wife Summer welcomed their first baby, a daughter, Presley Fawn Party, on Friday, bringing the party to the Marty. Presley Fun Party. Fawn. Fawn. Fawn Party. Yeah. John Party posted a photo of her and said, Our baby girl is here and ready to party. Ha ha. Dad joke. Presley Fawn Party. <laughs> Seven pounds, 12 ounces. And then he gives all the measurements. Here's the thing. I think I've said this on air before. I can't wait to hear this. And I know it's just like the pride and joy of your life when you have one. But I really hope someday I don't post my kids' measurements. Okay. Because why? I think it's just Who's a... Who's looking at that? It's just a... It's like a... And thinking, oh. Mom and baby are healthy. Here's... I mean, it's a it's a thing. And, and honestly, I feel like a lot of your views pre-having kids are different than when you actually end up having them. You're like, oh, okay. Because you're in on it. So, nine, ten pounds. What, how many pounds was the baby? Seven. Seven. That's a pretty average average size. Of right. Right there. So I just don't know that I'd be like... It's just like part of the stats. 24 inches long. Just, I don't know how long a kid is. It's but. just part of the stats. And then once all your like friends start having babies, you're like, okay, this, this seems like a, a, a longer baby or a heavier baby. I don't know. Watch, you're going to have like a 14 pound child or something. If it's 14 pounds, <laughs> that's worth telling me. But if it's seven pounds and an average length child, I don't, don't you don't get it. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. 5:05 a.m. I don't know. I don't get it. What you should what you should post is all the all the other sizes like head circumference and things like that. <laughs> what, what size? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like all the all the other information. <laughs> Summer, his wife, also posted with all the same info, and she says, "What a whirlwind! 24 hours of labor. We will update everyone soon, but for now, we're enjoying." family time. That's awesome. I know they were really excited about this. I don't know if they if this was like an IVF situation, but I know that they definitely struggled with fertility, which they were pretty open about. So this is exciting for them. John Party's going to be like the funnest dad ever. You think? I think he's going to have a definitely a stern side to him, but all his friends the, or her friends growing up are going to be like, oh my God, your dad's so funny. Yeah. Well, he's got a whole farm of animals too, which helps. It'll know. be a fun childhood. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for him. That's good. The photos are on our Facebook page and Instagram story. Find us at 92.3 WIL. Carrie Underwood is a total nerd about something that I did not know. She's built this huge garden at her house. And like, that's not shocking. Of course, Carrie Underwood would have plants and stuff growing out back. Yeah. But this garden is unlike most because she actually had a company called Epic Gardens come over to her home and create an entire custom greenhouse. I grew up in Oklahoma on a cattle farm. A lot of neighbors around us would um, garden and we would always play in the gardens and they'd kind of have us, you know, pick strawberries and stuff like that. It just made me happy to grow something from nothing. And it's all a part of a show that they've created. So Remy, this reminds me of a show that you always talk about where they go to like celebrities' houses and build fish tanks. Oh yeah, tanked. Tanked. Yeah. Why are you laughing over there? I'm laughing because- You're about to fall off your chair while Carrie's over here talking. In my mind, I don't know that Carrie has a greenhouse and, and all I can imagine right now is just something totally out of character for her and you walk into this greenhouse and it's just all weed. <laughs> Can you imagine? Actually, that would be hilarious. <laughs> and 
Wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. First well, off. I, I would actually highly doubt that. But anyway, it's all part of a show that they've created. <laughs> and so they did their latest episode at Carrie Underwood's house. First things first. Can you imagine like b- having your own little business where you make like YouTube videos and things? Yeah. And next thing you know, you have Carrie Underwood reaching out saying, hey, I love what you do. You want to come do that at my place? Yeah. That, you want to come build awesome. me a greenhouse? That would be awesome. Absolutely insane. They installed this greenhouse, gave her these huge troughs to make so that she could grow anything pretty much at any time of the year. And I had no idea this was such a craze for her either. I, I feel like uh, it's it's a, a hobby for most. I'm, I'm thinking in my mind, what like if someone came to your place, Casey, what would that hobby be that they could take up to the next level? Mm. You know, what would that be? Would you want a, would you want a greenhouse in your backyard? I'd want them to rip out my guest bedroom and build it and t- make it my closet. <laughs> that make would be it awesome. My, like primary closet. So like an organizer comes in or a, a closet. I want person. the whole yeah. IKEA team building that ish out. <laughs> I think you could probably go a little bit above IKEA. No offense to IKEA. You know but... what I'm saying? Wall to wall. That's what I would choose. This video is on our Facebook page. It's very cool. You can even see like a glimpse into Carrie and Mike Fisher's home. Their awesome uh, playhouse and treehouse they built for their kids. Super cool. It's on our Facebook page. We are here with our good friends at Midland. What's up, guys? That's you- ironic. Hot My, country nights. Yes. And you're it's, in, it's in his like, coat. Yeah, me in a parker right now. The guy's I just, freezing. I had to point the irony out right from the get-go. So I, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but uh, St. Louis is really amping up and preparing for Mardi Gras tomorrow. Yeah, you should see how many beads Mark is wearing. <laughs> under- say, are you guys going to stay or are you guys got to hit the road? We're going to hit the road and head out. But I was actually surprised to hear that our uh, Uber driver, who is also a fantastic singer, Saying our friend happy birthday three times, which was amazing. Wow. Um, she was telling us about that, and I guess there's a quite a large Catholic population. Oh, yeah. Which is, uh, which is required, I guess, to have a big Mardi Gras celebration. Right. There. I never realized that Mardi Gras wasn't such a thing everywhere else. But then, because have you ever celebrated Mardi Gras at all or been down to New Orleans? Yeah, we, yeah. we were just yeah. there. When were we in New Orleans? We were there a week ago or something. A week ago yeah. at the beginning of, uh, of the carnival. So, yeah, it was uh, awesome. Crew de vue. At least we stick to one day. Like, they're partying all month long. Yeah. I got to celebrate carnival uh, once in Spain, in Cadiz, Spain, wow. which was one of the wildest weekends of my life. And we went down there completely unplanned when I was in college with some friends. And um, we, of course, there was... There was no vacancy in any hotel for six or seven months, so we slept in our car, five guys, in a rental car, like a in a geo storm. Oh, wow. I mean, it was it wasn't too much bigger than that. <laughs> oh. it was. It didn't matter. So basically, we slept in the park every night. It was amazing. That's crazy. So uh, I have I have carnival with the best of them. At least you have a good attitude about it. We kind of went around the table tonight, and it, it varies by age who's participating in Mardi Gras tomorrow. Uh, is there an age that you kind of have aged out of the whole party scene, or are you still going strong? Is that still something that is desirable? Enough <laughs> said, <Yes>! right? <laughs> is that a Bud Light? I think uh, partying is, is ageless. Yeah, that was uh, actually brewed right down the street, so the freshest Bud Light. Brewed for the Lou. Yeah. Is it, what is it, what brewed is it? for the Lou. St. Louis. Brewed for the Lou? Yeah. Uh, it does taste so... We're, we're going to head over to C to C over in, uh, in London, Dublin, and, oh, and nice. Glasgow. We're in a couple Texas. weeks. <laughs> we're in Texas. Texas edition. We're in Texas. There we go. Hey, Midland was brewed in Texas, too. So, um, But they say, you know, you drink Guinness in, in Ireland. They mother's say milk. That, yeah, they call it the mother's milk there. And when you drink it within 
I want to say it's like 15 kilometers of the breweries. They say that it's the freshest and the, the real way that you're meant to to drink Guinness, which I did in May, last May when we were over there, and I put on like 15 or 20 pounds of Guinness. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. And which did they drink it right like into warm? ripped muscle. Yeah, I was going to say. Kids. Yeah. Don't they I'll drink do. it warm too? Isn't it like warmer in England? Warm herb, but uh, they do like the they like the Guinness still pretty cool. But yeah, the the pub culture tends to like their um, their median beer temperature a little bit warmer. Gotcha. This is freezing, by the way. <laughs> it's really cold. So happy Mardi Gras, everybody! I feel like when I think of when I think of Midland, I think the word vintage comes to mind yeah. for me. And I know you guys are like into vintage like stuff. Like as if we're vintage, like we're no, old like, as hell. It's a, it's a I think of Midland, I think these, yeah, these bastards are old, man. <laughs> they're so old, no. I, they're so old that I don't even think they're old, they're just vintage. You guys like collecting old things, right? Like cars, watches, things like that. Is there anything that really stands out in the collection that means something, has a story to it? Guitars. My Fabergé egg that I got, that's uh, 18th century. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. That's the 1700s, right? That's I don't even know what that word vintage. means. That's 1700s, you're right. See, yeah. that's how you know that Jess is cultured. He knows that 18th <laughs> century really refers to the 1700s. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it throws you off because 18, but no, it's the 1700s. <laughs> yeah. And no, you said no, guitars. No Fabergé eggs. I think they're a real guitars. Fabergé egg is yeah. worth like I was in the millions. Say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Jess, what, if there's one uh, vintage item Cadbury that you eggs. Yeah, Cadbury. those are good. Easter eggs. Yeah, those are good. We... We like old guitars. There's a. What's your one like? If you had to highlight to the fans out there, what's the one vintage thing that you own that you absolutely would like? If you had to run and the house was on fire, or flood was coming. What, what's the one that item? One thing you're that gonna you grab, have? yeah. Uh, there's a guitar that I've I've played pretty much since we started this band. Probably played it every show. It's not even that expensive, but it's from the '60s, and uh, it's just it's irreplaceable, yeah. you know. I feel like most of those like vintage pieces, they all come with that like story and yeah. means more. You started with yeah. the band with it, and you know that whole thing. So, yeah. uh, you guys big fans of TikTok at all? Are you like doom scrolling? I don't do TikTok. That's doom amazing. <laughs> That's pretty Instagram? rare. Uh, I'm trying to do. I just was checking my my uh, my daily averages on Instagram. I still do Instagram a little bit, you know, because we have to do it. But I'm trying to get less and less on. God, that's fantastic. Social media, what but a- we do have a social media. A guy, it's his brother today, our bandmate Cameron Duddy's little brother Colin Duddy does all of our, our socials, so he kind of handles that a little bit for it's us. It's his now. birthday. That's right. a way it to do it, to have day. someone who does it for yeah. you so you don't have to get too invested into doing it. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're scrolling I, all I day. Actually, I don't have TikTok on my, it's not downloaded. I don't know yeah. TikTok. I know this that. This guy's a model citizen. Yeah. Not doom scrolling, not losing brain cells on the internet. Drinking the blue for the loo. Drinking the the Texas edition, even Brood of the Loom. What do you guys? <laughs> Brood of the Loom. What do you guys have coming up this year? You said you're going to CDC, right? We're going to CDC in a couple weeks, and um, we are are writing and putting our heads together and getting ready to record our fourth album. Technically, fifth. We kind of have four albums out right now, but uh, yeah, new music coming out, and um, yeah, a lot of exciting things. We're going to be headlining Red Rocks again, which is wild. We just headlined Red Rocks for our first time. This, what year is it? Last year, I guess we're in 2023. Yeah, and um, we just we're you guys are catching us just coming off fresh off the longest break we've had, um, even longer than during COVID. 
We had two months actually off. So either we're going to be feeling really rusty or like really energetic. No, we've already had some shows. I mean, we're warmed up. That's so it's easy. really yeah, energetic. Gonna, we're going to bring the fire tonight and uh, heat it. Rusterjetic. Yes. We're going we're gonna to turn the blue um, into red hot in the loo. Is that a thing? Did so, they do that? I love the energy. <laughs> we're going to turn the Bud Light into Budweiser. <laughs> it's going to turn into the red here. But it's no, gonna go we're going we're gonna to be great tonight on that. And yeah, looking forward to just getting out back on the road and and going to see our fans and getting ready to release new music later in the year, For sure. which will be exciting. Well, got a good crowd out here tonight. They're Every all here time. to see you guys. So yeah, we love we love uh, we love coming. Do they call it the Dirty Lou? You call it Dirty the Lou? Dirty Lou? The Dirty Lou. Dirty Lou. You know, I've never uh-huh. said that, but I don't I mean, mind I'm it. I'm gonna start yeah. saying that. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It sounds, it sounds edgy. <laughs> you just know? started. We it. come. Love, we can love coming to St. Louis and uh, seeing our fans out here. This is a great venue. And there doesn't say Bud Light anywhere. Brood no, in Texas. Yeah, Same just colors. It up. Yeah. <laughs> just like Midland. Midland, thank you guys so much for joining us. Have a great show tonight. Thank, thank you. you guys. Cheers. Remy and Casey and Drake Milligan. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? Feeling feeling like a hot country night. Kind of cold <laughs> for a hot country night. but I shouldn't feel the way I'm feeling right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. How's things? Is this, uh, is this one of your first shows of the year? Uh, yeah, one of the first like big shows of the year for sure. Uh, definitely going to be the biggest crowd of the year so far, so that's going to be cool. Thanks to Midland and... Uh, so it's uh yeah we're looking forward to get out there it's gonna be great nice. well tell us a little bit about you i know that you played you played elvis you're on america's got talent american idol is that kind of the path that you thought this would go you know i really didn't i really didn't think it was gonna be a path especially after you know I, i've been a big elvis fan all my life and i grew up you know that was kind of my gig in high school was traveling as an elvis impersonator and all the while i was you know playing country songs you know privately you know that was always what i really gravitated towards but you know, I, I, it's just kind of been one thing after the other. I kind of go with the flow and, and see where see where the road takes me. And, yeah, after Idol, I definitely didn't think I was going to do any more of those shows. But then AGT came along, and it was really just kind of the perfect opportunity to showcase my songs. And here we are. I got a, I got a debut record out now right, on, right off the heels of it. And uh, it's doing pretty well. I got a single at radio. So, yeah. so what, it was what more can you ask for? After those two shows that then you played Elvis? On CMT? It was before that. It was yeah. before yeah. that. So I got casted as Elvis uh, on Sun Records mm-hmm. uh, right out of high school. I was a senior in high school, and I actually left high school to go do it. Um, I got casted in an open call audition. That's I was an amazing like, reason to leave high school. <laughs> yeah, I was like, the last like couple weeks, I knew I was going to leave. You know, I'm so, yeah. like feet up on the desk, yeah. like no binder, no pencils. Does that make you cooler with all the high school friends, or do they make fun of that? Oh, no, they, they all loved it. Yeah, yeah, they loved it. They're like, oh, Drake's on TV. This okay. is great. Like, right. we want to go hang out with him. That's a good question because I don't know how far you are out of high school, but we're at a point where we just realized today that Remy's 20-year reunion and my 10-year reunion are coming up, and we're in a moment like, would we go to a high school reunion? Like, if we show up, is that kind of nerdy of us? But I guess if it's someone like you, it's, it's exciting to go to your high school reunion and be like, oh, my God, Drake's going to be here. Yeah. Yeah, I got to think about that the other day. I'm coming up because I... And I don't even know if they'd let, they'd probably let me because I didn't technically graduate, you know. But I'm almost 2016, and it's like, oh, well, it's like coming. I got to think about that the other day. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's crazy, 10 years. But yeah. I don't know, we'll see. They might be having you, like, give a speech and stuff. Oh, gosh. You don't want that. <laughs> Those famous class You don't want member. that. Yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> you didn't go to school with any other famous people, did you? No. Uh, Noah Syndergaard went to my high school, but okay. we, weren't in the, we weren't in the same uh we weren't in the same Class. grade. He, yeah, he was, he was a few years, years older than me, I think, in my brother's grade. So, um, not, not, other than that, I don't, I'm not sure. Gotcha. Not He's a very sure. large man. We have come up with a game for you. All right. Game on. 
Sounds like something I'd do. Is it a song? Is it a single? So we're going to ask you if you would do these things. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Sounds like something I'd do. Ice bath. Yes, that sounds like something I'd do. Okay. Absolutely. Mechanical bull. Oh, yeah. But mechanical bull at PBR upstairs tonight. Uh... Hey, there's no telling. There's no telling what'll happen. I may mm. take a take a solo from up there. Who knows? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, burnout in front of a cop. Oh, that doesn't sound like something I do. No, I'm pretty I'm pretty safe when it comes to that stuff. I don't need I don't need the, the I don't need the mugshot quite yet. Okay. Maybe next year. All right. Would you ever drink a beer out of a boot? Yeah. It sounds like it depends on the boot. If it's my boot, yeah. What if it's somebody else? That else's sounds boot? like something you do. If it was my boot, yeah. I don't know if it's somebody else's nasty boot. Probably what if it's not. my boot? Yeah. Nah, sorry. <laughs> no, you wouldn't want my boot, I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay, so since Mardi Gras is tomorrow here, we're celebrating in St. Louis, would you tonight on stage flash the crowd for beats? Uh, you know, probably not. That would probably not. I may, may give them a little. Okay. Well, it's, it's already kind of out. A little, little bit of that. Maybe <laughs> draw some off. You know? <laughs> so what, what do you got coming up after the show? What's, what's this year look like for you? Oh man, I am I am out on the road playing a ton of festivals, playing like stagecoach this year. Nice. Uh, about to go to London for C to C. So huge. like my first time over there. So I'm I'm like I'm so excited. A ton of shows, ton of festivals. Um, just get out there, get on the road, and hopefully I'm 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 you know I'm writing a ton of stuff still, and so hopefully gonna record a new record, and so just keep working, keep doing the thing. Well, I've I've been in country radio for a while, and I have one piece of advice. You should drop your last name. <laughs> just be just great. Drop just your last name. <laughs> just, I, I bet that'll work out. I bet that'll work. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Have a good show tonight. Thank you all. Casey covers country.